I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the second half of a director's filmography. Uh, this director um, very, very distinct in his style, one of my favorites, and he's beloved by many. Today we're going to be talking about Wes Anderson. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> I feel like there should have been there should be a pause after there. Um, well, yeah. So that's the reason you may be wondering. Well, Connor and Campbell, you guys did it chronologically with Marvel. What the heck are you guys doing now? The th- reason we're doing it like this is I am very new to Wes Anderson. I just saw my the first Wes my first Wes Anderson movie about uh two months ago so with anybody else just like me it's it's easier to start with the ones that are a little bit more um the newer ones yeah because they're a little bit i don't know how to describe it i know they're they're more yeah for wes anderson it's either I've, i've always heard you either love him or you hate him yeah um and like his style can be kind of off putting um not to sound like pretentious but like it's kind of it's an adjustment. Niche. Yeah, it's very, it's very niche. And um, the farther back you go in his filmography, yeah, the more niche it gets, or the more so inaccessible. It's easier to watch the newer ones and then work your way back. So that's what we're going to be doing. So we're going to be starting with his most recent movies and then moving into yeah. his older ones. Oh yeah, because um, so yeah, yeah, because Connor hasn't seen this. So we'll as yeah. and this probably won't be the next. Like the next episode probably won't be another like oh, the yeah, second no. part because it'll we won't be have time. It'll, the next one will be a little further down yeah the line. so once once we watch or once connor watches the next couple of movies then we'll finish we'll do the part two to this episode so uh again that's why we're only doing uh the second half of this filmography today yep um all right you want to get started or do you have something else i was gonna oh yeah, yeah i was gonna say so basically i was just gonna make a case um for why oh, you should probably idea. watch wes anderson um, because I feel like if you enjoy just filmmaking in general, like if you enjoy, or if you, the filmmaking process, if that's something that interests you, I think even if you don't like his movies, I think they're still interesting to watch. Definitely. Because of just how different they are and how they kind of use the medium in a really different way. Um, yeah. Even if you don't enjoy his movies, I still think that they are very, very interesting to watch if you really like movies. And I think... Um, there will be probably some movies that you'll enjoy, uh, some of his movies that you'll probably enjoy because, I mean, uh, his writing style, I find, um, he's known for his visual style, but I really enjoy his writing style. Um, so even if you like writing, I think that's also something that you can enjoy or take from his movies. Definitely. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm I'm pretty new. So Campbell's probably going to be taking the lead on most of the discussions here. I'll chime in with my... Mm-hmm thoughts and, and stuff but he's obviously seen the other movies so he has kind of more of a uh, an all-encompassing perspective on these having seen them um all, having seen just almost all have, have you seen all yeah of them? i have yeah having seen all of them and and pro- multiple of them a couple times so he's got a little bit more input on this than i do i've, I've seen only these ones and i've only seen them but once. i think this is good so. because this way you get two perspectives. Like you have Connor. Yeah, yeah. A new yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you'll have different perspectives. A new person and then some and then a veteran <laughs> Wes Anderson uh fan. So you I'll be serving as a, a um like, a representative. He's like the everyman. The, the 
the everyman, the general public. Um, so yeah, before before we keep going on with that, I guess we'll just just get started. Right. So I'll I'll let you introduce the movie. All right. So, um, and this worked out well too because I think his filmography is very distinct in that the first half is very different than the second half. And this is good because we're starting with like the second half, which is its own kind of has its own um, kind of style. There's a big, there's a style that unites all of them, but the second half is definitely more distinct than the first. Um, And we're starting with fantastic Mr. Fox, which was wait, wait. Yeah. Are we going to go back? We'll we'll start from fantastic Mr. Fox and we'll go up to Isle of dogs. I think. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So sorry. Yeah. You're good. So we'll start with Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is his first um, stop motion animation movie. And this was released in 2009. And I think this was this might have been the first one I've, I saw. And I think it was either this or Isle of Dogs, but I'm pretty sure it's it was Fantastic Mr. Fox. So I remember I didn't really know who Wes Anderson was, but I remember hearing that. I remember I was on the plane and this was one of the movies I could have watched. And I remember someone telling me that whoever directed this movie um, was special or unique. So I decided to watch on the plane um, and I was really pleasantly surprised. It's, I think definitely one holistically, I think it's his most accessible movie um, and it's definitely one of his best. What do you have to say? Um, yeah. Out of the, out of the four that we're going to be talking about today, it's probably one of my favorites. Um, I unequivocally, I could, pr- I'm probably, I could say that this is, the one of if not the best family uh, animated family movie i've seen um it's just it, it's i think a lot of the times with these with the animate well it's is it really is it really yeah, stop it, motion or is it's, it just it's stop motion animation okay i personally do not like like stop motion or anything that's like film, like like what's his Wallace name? Um, yeah, that whole thing. And then what's his name that did uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Um, well, actually, if you didn't know this, Tim Burton actually didn't direct Nightmare Before Christmas, but um, but he had a, he had a second. I think so yeah, it's called like Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. So. It's Tim Burton's. Yeah, yeah. Point. Tim Burton's uh, nothing against. I, I can see where people like it, but I personally do not like Tim Burton's stuff. Like. Nothing like Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not like it's the, the style makes me Beetlejuice. Okay, Beetle. Well, Beetlejuice is not this. It's the stop motion stuff. You just don't. Yeah, you don't like that like claymation type. It's it's yeah. weird. The claymation stuff's yeah. weird. But I really liked the style of this one. I like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Like I think it's a little bit. It's a little bit different. It's not as. It's not. It, it's. I don't even know how to describe it. I, I really like this one because I feel like, like I was saying about it being like probably one of the best family movies I've seen. I was enjoying it on its own just as a movie. And I feel like a lot of times I can't do that, get that with like a lot like family movies. It's like, like, okay. Uh, it, they're not that, they're not that deep. Yeah. Family movies also like sometimes they can only appeal to like kids and not as much to like the adults or the parents. Yeah. It's, they say it's a family movie, but it's really, it's really just directed at the kids and then the people, the parents and the older siblings kind of just come along. But it's like, I could have seen myself watching this with like, 
a group of friends my yeah. age or watching it with adults or watching it like it's not just it's truly a family movie not just in the sense that it's for kids but it's also like you could watch it with a, 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 I can anyone could yeah enjoy I think that's movie. definitely one of the strengths like it's it it literally appeals just as much to adults as it it does to kids like but yeah and it, it, I think there's always a fa- almost always a favor when it comes to anything like Despicable Me. Any of those animated yeah, like, it's like, movies, there's almost it, always favored in in the yes, children. I agree. So, so that's that's probably my favorite thing about this one. And the story's uh, funny. Um, it's an interesting like concept to have. There's like this animal <laughs> society, um, which had kind of be done had been done before, but I think this is a little bit. Is it, the, it's a little yeah, bit because different. one thing I noticed, you could easily just replace the animal characters with humans, like say for a few small exceptions, but for the most part, you could replace all the animals with humans, and then the story would still kind of play out the same. Oh yeah, because it's 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 just it's not like the B movie or something where they're making honey or doing something st- like li- like animal like. Mm-hmm. It's like they're doing human. They're doing humanoid. Well, I mean, well, not humanoid. They're doing. What's it called when you make like something that's not anthropomorphic? Human and... Yeah, they, yeah, they, they've they're they're really anthropomorphic. Yeah, and I think also they're also dealing with like human conflicts. Human conflicts. Yeah, like, it's not like oh, there's they're stealing the honey a, from the uh, tree. Gr- yeah, there's a there's a group of um, what was it? The in Bugs Life. Oh, the bugs are gonna come and <laughs> take our crops and take our food. Which I, nothing. I'm not. I'm not trying to undermine every other animal-based children's movie, but I'm just saying this one's very different, and I like. Yeah, it's I very like human that. in its in its story and in the characters. The characters all um, face. I mean, it's like you can relate to yes, it as a yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. And almost um, like it was like at some points I I wasn't even I was you almost you almost look at them beyond being like animals and beyond being like a kids movie or a family movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I found myself watching it and like enjoying it as it like a kind, that kind of, like that at, kind of reminds me like Zootopia that too like also had I don't know I like Zootopia and I think that also kind of um like the the overall message of that movie was also pretty transcendent upon oh yeah it yeah being that just is like true. some kids uh animated animal movie you know yeah yeah okay I like I Zootopia see that. I can see way. that um, oh the the um 11 year anniversary of fantastic mr fox is in about ah. two weeks just <laughs> it's a little random but um i i don't yeah this is just i and i think the cast the all the George voices Clooney, are i really good. like him whenever i hear his voice i always think of mr fox oh um, yeah that's he yeah he's good i like him in this and then once again this is something that we're going to be talking about a lot wes anderson has his own he has a set he has a, a, a couple actors that he likes to include um in just about all of his movies and um some of the ones that are in here is um bill murray jason schwartzman owen wilson willem defoe's oh, yeah, in this yeah. one uh who else is i think anybody he else actually voices that... well, one of the characters um yeah he, yeah he does he has he's, yeah, yeah. he's the weasel he has a recurring troop of actors and actresses he kind of yes so we'll you'll find us talking about them a lot um but i did like 
I like the cast. I like the story. It's a good one. It's also very like um, uh, Thanksgiving about... e movie. It seems like a movie you I know, should yeah, probably it, watch it, on Thanksgiving it, it, with your family. Cozy, very cozy. Movie. Cozy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a word to describe. And I know a lot of people who um, this is like one of their all time favorite movies. So I couldn't. I couldn't recommend this one yeah, enough. Like for even good reason. I, and I think if you're like wanting to start watching, uh, like if you're gonna go on the Wes Anderson binge and you probably haven't seen his movies before, I think this is a great starting point. Because I think it's first of oh, all, definitely. it's really good, and then it's also, um, it's also a really beautiful, um, a beautiful looking movie. Oh, it's made well, so it's put together very well. I like the 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 settings and the way that they've designed everything and like how mm-hmm. everything looks production wise is very nice uh i don't know if you um, noticed this but they actually I, I watched some some interview and i think they used real animal or they used fur for the um yes the puppets and that kind of makes their yeah. when you watch the movie their hair kind of uh naturally kind of flows i don't it, it's yeah it's sometimes i it's some at some points i would like it's a very forget that 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 it's like yeah it's a very it interesting so effect like it the way because a lot yeah. of um uh, a lot of uh movies like this where they use like fur and things they kind of they they do it in a specific way so that like the fur doesn't move when they're moving around but Wes Anderson specifically wanted that yeah. effect where like when the puppets or when the puppeteers were handling the puppets it kind of put those indentations in the fur and it kind of gives this effect of the fur kind of naturally floating around so I thought that was that was pretty interesting um, yeah, I do remember. I do remember yeah. hearing that. Um, anything else? This is the first one I watched. Like I said, I watched this one back in August with my family, um, and they thought it was funny. My dad thought it was funny too. Um, what were some? I'm trying to think about some parts. I, yeah, I don't know. Once again, you go back yeah, to Bill the Murray. Badger in this one. Um, the Badger. I don't know. He. All of so far, I really like his. Yeah, all yeah. of his characters. Bill Murray is definitely one of the highlights of Westman. And I like. I, and I know. I knew Bill Murray. Bill Murray is and always will be a Ghostbuster to me. That's my main connotation with him, and I think that's probably the general. Well, the funny consensus. thing is, I've never seen Bill Murray outside like, of a West Ham movie. Like, I don't. Yeah, I know. So I don't watch any. Campbell's I haven't seen the, Groundhog and everything. So, like, whenever I picture Bill Murray, I always think of like Steve Zissou or um, whatever one of those characters. Yeah, no, you're in the. Yes, you're I kind of see Bill Murray for that of, one. You know, this tragic type. You know, he always plays these like tragic or melancholy type characters. So I always. See, oh yeah, I do yeah. like. I have liked him in these so. Him as the badger was. They also replace every. Um, oh yeah, the, yeah, I was about the, to say that. The they they always say, "What the cuss?" Yes, yes, that was so, so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. That was funny. Are you cussing with oh, me? Gosh, you cussing. Um, and then the relationship the between the, was it the son and the the yeah, yeah was it his cousin and Ash? Yeah, like that. That kind of yeah. That was like there was like a conflict at the beginning. Yeah, they kind of had and... to um reconcile and all that stuff and the the mm-hmm. statement about like family and and working together and all that which is a common trope in family movies but it's just overall it's a, it's a cozy movie and i, yeah, I, I think really enjoyed this one so what would you give I it letter I ranking give letter rating. an a plus i think it's yeah i think it's pretty yep. solid it's more than solid it's just overall i can't find any big flaws yeah. at all 
and I can't recommend enough. So, yeah, no, yeah, this is a really good one. If you guys want to watch any Wes Anderson movies, which, like Campbell said, um, they are a little um, off-putting. The style can be a little bit off-putting at first, but this is probably one yeah. one of the best ones to start with. So, yeah, I think that's uh, about it. We can get on, uh, get the cuss on to the the next one. Um, what? Right, so you, you'll go ahead. You introduce the next one. Moonrise Kingdom, which came out in 2012. Um, this one's not a stop motion animation. This one's a live action one. Um, and this one's about uh, these two kids who are like lovers, and they run away, and it's very romantic kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> and beautiful Campbell. This is probably gonna get a lot of hate. Um, because I know this one's super popular, even among Wes Anderson fans and just among like normal movie fans who aren't probably as familiar with this work, they still really like this movie. And as both, you know, like as a Wes Anderson fan and as just a fan of movies in general, this is yeah, this is still just, just my least favorite. <laughs> Wes Anderson movie. And it's not to say it's a bad movie. I still think it's a good movie. Like, I'd rather watch it over a lot of movies. But out of his body of work, it's easy. <laughs> out, of, out of his well, body of work, it's, so it's just not my, it's my least favorite. Say you don't like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I actually really like this one. I don't know, Campbell, I, I don't know if... Yeah. Campbell, I um I don't know where I was going with that. Do you want me to tell you my issue? Uh, I, I you are. I, am I? If am I, tell me if this is fair to assume, you're not one for the no, not necessarily movies. Correct? Um, I think my problem with this one is that, okay. and this is going to be a recurring theme, um, but especially with this one, I think it's very much style over substance, and I don't think there's that much substance at all. Like I think it's heavily over stylized. And I love Wes Anderson's style. Like I really like his style. Okay, but I think that's that's a funny thing oh, yeah. to say. But I, we're talking and this is why I really like his earlier films a lot better than his newer ones because I feel like they balance style over or style and substance a lot better. But I feel like this one, okay, majorly. I think this one heavily suffered from style over substance. Mm. I, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I didn't think about that in the moment, but I, that makes sense. Um, I did notice there's like a, yeah, this one, felt this one kind of evokes this like warm, like very, a very like nostalgic kind of feeling. I, yeah, I, I, did, I like this one. Um, I am an opposite of Campbell when it comes to movies like this. I love any kind of rom, like, I guess like a romantic drama anything like that um i just saw dirty dancing the first for the first time a couple months ago we have to do in that in an episode campbell i'm telling you right now that's such a good movie but anything like that i i i i'm find interest in um i thought this was uh a, i guess sweet. you could say yeah. sweet movie um i liked the i could kind of relate <laughs> yeah, the being an eagle scout um which I thought that was the trope of the them being Boy Scouts. I found especially yeah. um, exceptionally funny because it, it was like it was almost like a uh, a spoof of 
Well, not really. It, it wasn't really making fun of it, but it was like a really dramatic yeah, version yeah. of like being in Boy Scouts. Like being able to like the, the <laughs> fact that the, the yeah. part with the treehouse when they built it like uh, thirty feet in the air and like being able having that whole like camp set up and all that stuff. Um, and then yeah, I, I don't know. I it, it was just a nice. I watched it like by, it was like I also had like the a good environment i set up a good environment for it it was just me and it was like friday night and i was just chilling out and it was like a, it was a nice movie yeah, yeah. um to watch it's also pretty, I, I don't yeah it's also i don't know, I don't know how to explain it you'd like have to watch it fantastic mr fox yeah kind of like yeah it's but it's a, yeah, in a different, different way. in a different sort of way i think I um um yeah i'm a very gosh what's the word for it um Man, I can't think of the word. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say emotional person, but I'm a I'm I'm. What? Did, I don't know how to describe it. But what I, are I, the this other ones that kind of interesting to me? I don't know if like you ca- caught on to this, but one of the other things I didn't like about this one was kind of at the end, it kind of got a little exaggerated. Like there's the whole thing with like the the lightning bolt. Yeah, I didn't like, and, like the him ending. Was, over if, the if thing. I, had, I don't know. It just got it kind yeah. of pulled me out of it, and it was just kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I did get that. If I had to say anything, um, if I had to pick out anything negative that stood out to me, it would definitely yeah. be the ending. I, it kind of lost me there at the end. Um, probably everywhere after the. Um, yeah, that like was a doing, church at the end, I, right? I, I, the, yeah. Yeah, the, everything that church scene and after, and like there, it was, was like kind of like like hanging me. off the edge of the church. <laughs> yeah i know i was like wait what what the heck just happened and then they're like hanging and then i i i've i was a little bit confused that was a little bit strange to me um but everything above the, everything before that was really good i just think the ending was a little a little bit strange i also didn't really like um, the two like lead performances like the sam and susie they weren't like they weren't not neither of them really, really? popped out or anything I, th- I felt they were kind of not bland huh. I mean, they didn't do a bad job but i just didn't really connect with either of them that much i didn't i didn't particularly have any issue i mean it wasn't they weren't it wasn't like i finished it and i'd be like, I'd be like yeah. oh wow that was an exceptional performance but i did like i, I didn't, edward I, didn't I did like edward norton though. i thought issue with them sentimental sentimental sorry that's the word i am a i uh, and one for the sentimental movies, and I just—that's why I really like this one. Um, Edward Norton. No, no, no. If I, Edward yeah, Norton I really, is definitely he's, the, one of the. He strongest. kind of fits. This was the first. Yeah, in Wes this. Anderson movie he's in, and I think he fits in pretty well. Like, he, he, I mean, I don't know. He just fits in pretty well with the rest of the the usual troops. So I like him in this one. I also I talked to my mom about this after seeing it. Mm-hmm. And this is the third one I had watched. I just watched this one. No, not the third one. The yeah, it is was the third one I watched. I just watched this one on Friday. Um, but I, I think I showed this to my mom afterwards because we had yeah. watched we had watched Isle of Dogs together, and yeah. she was a little off put by that one. But I showed her the trailer for this and explained the premise to her, and she said she had oh. uh, said she would have been interested in it. So. Um, I think that there's, it depends on what you, it, it, it depends on, yeah. Cause like, I know some I movies know. like 
they're they're very they all evoke very different emotions and they're all like have different energies they all have different energies yeah they're all they're all they can all be niche yeah purposes some of them are niche i feel like this is also one of the this is definitely reasons. one of his most like mainstream movies because i feel like this is a movie that i feel like i know i mean yeah. i know a good group of people that probably enjoyed this one um this not oh yeah i know they shout liked out it lauren and jordan this is the and only that's funny one because that like this is my least favorite like movies. personally of mine. So it's just it's kind of funny how like they yeah, feel I'd different. Say, um, yeah, yeah. It it dep- it all depends on who. There is not one that you can watch and be like, okay, this yeah. is the one that's the most mentioned for mainstream, different reasons. Because I think a lot of them are interesting and so unique I think, on their own. I, I definitely know like record. this one appeals to a very specific audience. Um, Whereas, like, other ones uh, appeal to different audiences, but, um, yeah. Yeah, it depends. Like I said, I, yeah. I, I'm I – th- but I think my mom's the same way with me as me in terms of, like, yeah, yeah. being one for the sentimental movies. If, when I watch movies with her, those mm-hmm. are the kind of – a lot of times those are the ones we watch. Um, not exclusively, but yeah. those are the – that's a common one that we've – Yeah. A common genre that we watch together. And I definitely think that this would be if I watch this a second time, it's definitely going to be yeah either with with her or with my girlfriend. I'm not sure exactly because I think that's I think that's kind of kinda, it yeah, it's a sweet movie. It's a it's a it's a sweet movie, but I'm not I'm not saying women. Oh no no, we're not it's just a like personally for Connor, that's like the it's it's a yeah that's uh, yeah don't we're not trying to make generalizations here, but I think this is this is a. It's a twee it's, little movie. It's a quaint, nostalgic, yes. Sweet, nostalgic. Oh, the one bit I liked was the narrator yeah, yeah, slash like weather yeah. guy. Bob, I don't know what his Bob name was. Babylon, I think. What's his name? Yeah, Bob. Uh, Bob Babylon. I've, I've got it. Bob Babylon. Oh, what? Well, that's that's the actor. Though. He didn't Bob have a Balaban. name. Uh, did he not have a name? He's yeah. He's the narrator. Yeah, dude. I know, but I'm just yeah. saying he's he's listed as narrator. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> I liked that bit. That was interesting. Um, yeah, the part where he's like and describing the, the island that, uh, at the classical beginning. Classical music. Um, yes, adjusting yes. the lights. Like the lights is like dark, and, and he turns like, it on, making comments. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That was yeah. Uh, that was really I like that. Bill Murray. Um, Bill Murray. But I think. This is- Bill Murray again. We got Bill Murray, and he bigger, is just, he's I'd got say, a big role in this one. I didn't. I didn't really like. Like this bigger. is not my favorite. I don't, I don't think out of. Yeah, in terms of compared to the other ones I've watched, yeah, I, I he don't has really kind of the. I, yeah, this is like definitely one of my least him favorite too much Bill in Murray this one? ones out of Wes Anderson's. But it's not bad. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, he's also in this one. Yeah, Bruce Willis is in this. Yeah, which think, is in it, which caught me off guard. <laughs> Because I didn't expect him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, when I think of Bruce Willis, it's like Die Hard. And it's like, like little police officer from like, some And then in this, he's like, like a little, a little police officer guy on this on tiny little island. Um, yeah, he's good. I don't know. I liked, good. I liked him in it, though. Harvey Keitel. Oh. Um, yeah. But definitely. And Jason Schwartzman's at oh, the yeah, end. Oh, yeah. Harvey Keitel a, came in at the end. Cousin Ben. Yeah. Those are, oh, these are all ones that have been in. In a lot of them, but no, I like this one. It's a, it's a. What's your score? Quaint, quaint movie. Um, score. I'd probably give this one. Oh gosh, I don't know. I'm not good at. I'm not good at. 
Okay. Not that I'll... giving them just I know. a ring. It, that seems so okay. definitive. Like, give me a second. Give me a second. I got one. I got one. I got one. Um, probably in terms of personal enjoyment mm-hmm. and yeah. A minus or a B plus. Overall, again, this is my least favorite Wes Anderson movie, but just as a movie in general, I think it, I give it a B minus. Um, and that's because I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't enjoy it. I, re- I, rec- I recognize. Like, I can recognize. Um, yeah, that, that I, it's I, not yeah. like it's a well-made movie. I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably yeah. go with a B plus, because I'm on the other end yeah. of the spectrum. I really like personally enjoyed this one. Um, so, all right. Well, yeah. If you if you um, well, I guess we. I'm, I'm gonna have a spoiler warning at the beginning of this. So if you're listening to this mm-hmm. at this point, you've either seen this or don't really care. But um, this is a good one. I'm definitely going to watch this one nice. for a second time soon. Moving on. So, okay. This well, is probably on to his the, most mainstream. the third one. Not mainstream, but this is actually not well-known. Yeah, I put it well-known. Yeah, this is definitely well known. well-known movie, which is The well, Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, came out in 2014. Stars a bunch of people, tons of people. But the real, the real standouts is, is Oh, yeah, the cast. As Monsieur Gustav. Um He's hilarious. <laughs> he's all. Oh yeah, he's and he, Voldemort he's, what else from Harry he Potter. In? And then he's, I, I he's also on Schind- Schindler's List. I haven't seen that by now. Oh. Um, but yeah, this is okay. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. I haven't Skyfall. Seen that either, that's where but... I recognize him from. He's uh, in Skyfall. He's um, what's his name? I can't remember the character. It's been so long. But he's, he's I, one of the we guy, actually watched the characters this in that one. With I watched this with Connor That's yesterday. I recognize him. Um, so we can we could have so we could do this episode. So yes, this is fresh. Should be should be fresh fresh in our heads. Yes, we haven't talked about it too much. Um, yeah, this, this one was easily definitely yeah, the, funniest one of the funniest out one, of all these. I'd say one of the funniest movies of all time. Like it's it's really funny. It's. <laughs> And it's not like it's not like laugh out loud, but it's kind of like like the clever funny. Um, it's just that like, yeah, it's it's not even like it's not like it's it's like if you had one end of the spectrum, That's, you had on like on like the funny spectrum. Movies, like this is like kind of like dark Pest hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not. Well, not really. I think Adam Sandler. They, there's a that's I watched. This is completely off off track, but yeah, I watched. Have you heard of Hoobie yeah. Halloween? On Netflix, <laughs> it is, but it, it's funny for yeah. all the wrong reasons because it's so stupid. This is, on, on the other hand, it's funny, but it because it's, it's clever like, it's on the opposite funny, end of the spectrum. Indeed. I, it's like that. It's like the very refined. Yes, mm, yes. And then Adam Sandler <laughs> is like, ha ha, poop joke. It's kind of like dark um, comedy. No, this is like, uh, like dark humor. Um, yeah, like at times it is. The, yeah, the window, it, it is. A and it's dark. just. <laughs> um, they're just oh a bunch gosh. of random moments. It's that just, <laughs> are just so absurd, but they're really funny. Um, what? Yes. Um, well, again, you've got Bill Murray yeah, in this Norton. one. Ray Fon, Defoe, Edward Norton. There and they. Some of them are. Yeah, he's like um, has like a couple play, scenes. He, in, Bill it. Murray is not as. Jeff Goldblum, yeah, so he has, my, very minor. He's role only in one. Jeff Goldblum, two other ones. Um, 
and then um he's yeah. he's not in any other ones, also... but Tony Revolori's in yeah, yeah this, this is one, his first ever role. which I, I know and, from and I think he Spider-Man. he knocked out of the park like this is I don't think he, yeah I don't think he did a bad job at all like I really liked him definitely and then Tilda Swinton did you notice she's in this too yeah she's I liked under like heavy makeup yeah I I um, I yeah and then she was social service I didn't I didn't notice that at night. first yeah yeah I I forgot about that yeah social service yes yes um Edward Norton. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the that was so stupid. They have these guys that are supposed to be German, but like they're he's all got like, like an American accent. like big dudes, and he's just like, "What's the problem here?" Yeah, and then you've got what was the oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah. talking about at the Monster end. Monsieur Chuck, Owen Wilson's character. <laughs> they're all like Monsieur Gustav. <laughs> his dude. name is Chuck. Uh, what was Jason Short? Uh, I forget his name. And then it's like Monsieur Chuck. Yeah, Monsieur John. Yeah, John. And then it's like Chuck. Was he, he was like John <laughs> or something. so like. funny. Oh, another another standout. <laughs> Dimitri. Uh, Dimitri, oh, yes. Ivan, Ivan, Um It's also in this. She doesn't play a huge role, but she's good. Dimitri. Um, Descoff and Taxis. Played by Adrian Brody. I really like this. Is, I actually really find him really funny <laughs> in this movie. I yes. really like his character. He's hilarious. I like th- this scene. Uh, this is, <laughs> I think this is the movie that I had actually, for most of these movies, I had never really seen scenes from them. Like ever. Yeah. This one, I see scenes from it on like Instagram. Yeah, this one's on, like, like the most popular one. All the time. The scenes that I always would see. Yeah. The scenes that I would always see is the one where they're, they like punch each other in the reading of the, during the reading of the will. And then the part where they come out of the oh, elevator, yeah. they both come out of the elevator and it zooms in on each other. That's, those are the two scenes that I see everywhere all the time. Um, but this is the, yeah. So this is definitely, if you're looking to be like, if you want to see the most, Comp- I guess you could say uh, out of this is just on my correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is a pretty Wes Anderson-y Wes it, Anderson this movie. Is, it's very hard for me to say because it's so different than like the first like this is easily the most plot heavy Wes Anderson movie. And a lot of his original ones, like such as like Bottle Rocket, maybe are not they're more a lot more character focused than plot focused. I think this is this one's really plot heavy where it's like the main focus is on the it plot is, of yeah. the movie. Which is different than all the other ones, but I think stylistically, oh, definitely. it's it's the most like realized out of it's te- technically from a technical standpoint, it's yeah the most Wes Anderson movie. But yeah, so that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking because when I describe something as being like, and I know this is kind of, this is probably the superficial like surface level kind of perspective of him, but when I yeah. think of like Wes I think stylistically, Anderson, the stylistic yeah, standpoint, the most what comes Wes mind. Anderson looking one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Beyond that, in terms of story and and character, I, I obviously I haven't seen yes. them all, so I wouldn't be able to say that. But stylistically, I feel like this is probably the Defin- most yeah. definite. Like, if you wanted to describe someone, yeah, I think yeah, his style, you probably yes, show them some his, scenes um, from this. Probably movie. the most representative of his work. Um, I also like yeah, the use a lot of, of mini- yeah, 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 with um, miniatures the hotel and right. Also, the aspect ratios. You know, you told me you the told me about that when we were watching it. Like um, um, for the different time periods, the aspect yes. ratio changes. So like, and it's because it's like a story within a story within a story. 
Yeah. Oh my god. So so basically, you've got the author. No, no, no. Author. Actually, wait. A, a level above. And, so you've got a girl. And the author recounts when he was, like when he wrote the book by an when author. he like when. The author By recounts when he gathered the information that is in the book, and the, the, re- the way that he yeah. got that information so it's like is from a guy a story within a who story, was telling the story. That was pretty interesting. I like that. A little, a little dramatic, but <laughs> well, I mean, what can you say? Yeah, I, I feel like it, they could have, ju- they could have been fine with they just could've, they could've been fine the author doing it. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I feel like the girl having the book was a little bit unnecessary. Yeah, because it's like okay, it's an author. We know it's a book. We don't need to have a, another level with the girl having the book. I mean, that's obviously very minor, but it was it was like also I don't know if we touched on this. <laughs> how many but, levels I mean, deep is this going to go? Wide at this point, but this is I think again because we were talking about how technically uh, wonderful it was. I think this is probably one of his best looking movies. Like a lot of the shots, you could probably like put on your wall. Like they're they're really mm. The color, the color too, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, the yeah. color. And um, I think again, full potential in this one. This is also, yes, yeah. This is another period specific one too. And I think you got that kind of same. You had that same, yeah, thing with um, Moonrise Kingdom. The actual, the scene, the opening, like the not the main sequence because the main sequence takes place in the thirties, but the, that the first oh, part is kind of yeah. around the same time as Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, I mean, look, it's with, the with the girl reading the book. You know. Oh no! With the with the with the author. No, at no, no. The Hotel. Oh, that okay. is like yes. modern day. Yeah, yeah. Zero. With the author talking Zero. to um, what's his name's oh, character? Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jude Law's character when yeah, Zero's yeah. old. That's in like the sixties. Um, so that's the same t- period. Um, no, I like that, but I like that too because like there's like a almost like a historical aspect to it, even though it's like it obviously like, it, it, it's, it's they're not the Nazis, yeah. but I mean, um, my it's only cool to, it's clearly I, I the Nazis. We start wrapping it up, but like um, my only issues with this one, I kind of hinted at earlier, was that um, again I thought it was almost a little too plot heavy, and. It's a lot to take in, and it's kind of oh, yeah. almost it was a little really, confusing. It was at like times, a lot. At some points, I was there's like, a little a subplot about this like other butler guy who's yeah um, blackmailing um, Mr. Gustav, and I uh, when I first watched the movie, I I found it a bit confusing, and I even rewatched it again. I think it's like my third time watching it, but and it was still a little confusing. So it was very plot heavy, and I think um, compared to his earlier work, I think it kind of doesn't have all the like emotional potential as even like even like moonrise kingdom but um definitely compared to early work i don't i'm not very it's not a super emotional movie there's stuff with friendship but like it's again a lot more heavy. oh yeah no it's a little it was a little confusing yeah, for me it's a little like, more plot heavy but the sweet thing is like, like the okay, connection between just happened? zero and mustard gustav and then zero and agatha um, but other than that, this was definitely more plot heavy and like emotional. That. So that's my only gripe with it. Other than that, like I couldn't recommend this one enough. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what was another? I feel like there's stuff about this that we're missing. Important, like important things. Oh yeah, boy, um, boy with apple. Boy with apple. <laughs> 
Oh, also, <laughs> also, one thing I like about this it's movie. It's like running. Um, like specifically about this movie is that you know in a, a lot of movies now like bad language, um, like cursing and stuff, profanity, it's kind of just thrown around, um, kind of carelessly. But in this one, I think it's used in a very funny way because yeah, it it because Wes Anderson sets up Tastely. these like very like quaint, very structured um like characters living in this very like refined society and then like when they like just ran- randomly say like some random bad word it kind of yeah it just makes it a lot more funny like I, it 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 was very effective in this movie and like it made me laugh so yeah that's one thing i did notice yeah like whenever they curse it was just hilarious so i did get that Well, I don't know. It was it was funny. Be I don't know if I thought it was funny when I first watched it, but it was just kind yeah, of... yeah. And I think that's like the effect it was supposed to have. It caught me off guard. And I really like that. I think that's one thing this movie does really well. <laughs> yeah, Willem Dafoe's character is so so weird. Oh yeah, with like the end and like uh, it got gritty at times. It did, yeah. And this is definitely the most action packed. Actually, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's close to being one of the, the most action-packed movies. Like, there's. <laughs> I, I I did say to you as a joke, I was like, imagine this story. Tarantino. Oh no, what did I say? Imagine if it was. What was my thing? Yeah, but what it would be like. Uh, yeah, it would be this <laughs> as a, but it would be a Quentin Tarantino movie. But it, but plot-wise, it would just be, it would still be the same. And I don't think, and I think that this would be the one where you could actually. Like, I feel like maybe, the plot yeah. of this could Possibly. have been a Wes Anderson. I mean, a Quentin Tarantino movie, think, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Um, There's one called the, his first movie. Could, that, 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 this is the one where of, that could work. Kind of like a Quentin Tarantino um, movie. Yeah, out of the ones that we watched, yeah, kind, this one, yeah, could. Pro- yeah, and, could out of the ones that we've watched. It almost kind of, yeah, kind, yeah, yeah, that's what it reminded uh, me of. I think maybe that just, of, I was like, just getting connections between the glorious bastards. The Nazi esque people. Yeah, and the gunfight at the end. I like. The yeah, and then people the like randomly being killed. <laughs> Who's shooting who? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I I like this one. This is pretty good. I'd probably give this one. Hmm. Uh, in terms of enjoyment, probably a. Same as I'd probably say the same as, um, what do you call it? Moonrise, actually, maybe a little bit. Like yeah, if, if Moonrise was a B plus, overall, this would maybe an a minus. There's still a little. There are like a bit of problems I have with it, but like overall, it's really funny and it's really good. I. Yeah, I think it, I think that the fact that it's so plot heavy. And yeah. I, maybe I, my rating might change after I watch it another time, but it's just, it seemed, to, it was a little bit confusing at times. And like, um, I don't know. It, was, it yeah. wasn't as, it was, it was a different. I think I'd have to watch it yeah, another time. Yeah, it's one time, of my favorites. At this point, it's probably um, about an A minus for movies. me, but I still liked it. It was a good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A. Definitely. Okay. Well. Now we're moving on to oh one one more thing the most recent um, and final one the French for Dispatch today. which is like going to be his next okay. movie which they released the trailer for that kind of is kind of reminiscent of this one they seem kind of familiar oh, yes. they, they seem kind of similar in their style oh you should watch the trailer it's it, it, it oh, seems very I similar to this one I haven't watched the trailer one. for that 
and like for me that's kind of like a plus and a minus because i'm not like again i like his first couple of movies better than his most recent ones but i mean i just love i love his style so i'm not complaining it's just yeah so that's it yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah, Timothy yeah Chalamet. if you guys are interested check that out well yeah um, definitely whenever that comes out whenever the way that comes out we'll definitely do an episode on that too so all right the, the well list, back the to podcast. the back to the what do you call yeah. it back to the uh the list yes lat is most recent Dogs, which and came final one for today like i was saying before Campbell. um and this is his second I'll... stop motion I think I, I read something somewhere where like Isla it's called I, I love, Isle of Dogs because like if you say it fast, it sounds like I love dogs. Like I love dogs, Isle of Dogs. I, love... <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I, th- I thought that was funny. Oh, no. uh, Isle of Dogs. I remember. I mean, I actually you were there with me. I remember it was like my. It was remember we went to the escape room, um, for one of my birthday parties. Like I think it was two years ago or three years ago. And no, it was it was like a space one. It was a space escape room. We did, and we were walking one. to like Five Guys, and I pulled up the trailer. Like I I saw the trailer oh. on my phone, and I watched yeah. it. I vividly remember watching it, and I don't think I really knew who. I don't think I knew who Wes Anderson was at the time. So like I watched it, and I was like, "What is this?" Like it it caught me very off guard. And after watching the trailer, I knew that like I want I definitely want to see this movie. So this one I vividly I. Yeah, it was so strange, like the way they looked. Because yeah, I, I again, I wasn't familiar with anything. One. So, um, but I, yeah, I. Oh, I was. It intrigued me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not. I was not interested in seeing it, because it was. <laughs> it, it was like, I mean, I I was like, okay, that looks interesting, but like, okay, I, I don't really. It just looked weird, and I thought yeah. it would be like. I don't know. I just thought it'd be weird, so I just never really bothered to put in like put any effort into going to see it um well basically this follows Atari. that uh the boy um what's his name yes atari and he's like going to go and he's living in a society where there's like a deadly um yeah it's like a dystopian japanese well, society isn't where there's, there's like a virus there's a virus it causes them to <gasps> lo- uh, relocate all the dogs to trash island oh. Where the dogs um, eat garbage, and then the guy in charge is like a cat-loving guy. It's it's a very strange, um, a very strange setup or setting. Uh, yeah, I guess it is pretty fitting. <laughs> very fitting. Because uh, <laughs> he's um, looking, he is looking for his. But yeah, he flies. Um, his lost to dog, the, the yeah. Isle of Dogs to find his dog. And he ends up meeting a pack of um, dogs that have been living there, and they help him to find his dog. And then they end up in the process, end up uh, yeah, it's taking very, apart this one's, the, um, the. I, I mean, the, I just recently government. noticed this. Like the plot for this one's very strange. Like even compared to like compared to Fantastic Mr. Fox, this one's a lot more um, just weird, I guess. And I think, yeah. I could, yeah, I, I I understand that. Yeah, I think that's why. Oh yeah, yeah this came out. This trailer for this came out four days before uh, but your birthday. I think visually, again, I think this one almost is so. an improvement. I like, I like visually, I like looking at this one a little better than Fantastic Mr. Fox because I just think 
it's different. It also has a fur thing, yeah. But I think it's different. I think I it's, know, it's, it's also got a fur just, thing, though. For me, visually, I really like this one a little better than Fantastic Mr. Fox. But as for the story, I think it's a little lacking, and I think that's that, that keeps Fantastic Mr. Fox above it in my like personal ranking. But I still think, I mean, if you like his animation style and you like Fantastic oh, Mr. Fox, I wouldn't hesitate to check this one out. I, I, um, I'm going to have to, well, I agree with you, Mm. but I, I do like, but I like the style more for uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, just a tiny bit. Um, but I do agree with what you said about the plot. I think this one's not as heavy and it's a little bit, this one's a little bit more, um, meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't think think it's as, the story just felt kind of incomplete, kind of. It it didn't really feel like there was a, a real purpose, and whereas like Fantastic Mr. Yeah. Fox had a very clear message. Yeah, this one felt the message. There was, was almost like a message beyond the movie with Fantastic Mr. Fox. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, and obviously these aren't supposed to be like some sort of, they're just movies. But I mean, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying to them. I'm saying like, yeah, I think we the know story that they're just movies, but Dogs these are just, just things that we've weaker. noticed. Comparing the two. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. But it was interesting. If you like dogs, I mean, both of us have dogs. Like dog owners and their relationship with dogs. Yeah. You are. Wait, what's the line? You are chief. You are. You are boss. When he's like saying their names, all the dogs. Yes. Uh, yeah, the the group of dogs was um, interesting. But what my mom said when she was watching it, she was like, "I don't remember what." Like I said, she's not as um, mm-hmm. into these types of movies as I am. Um, so like, and this is the first oh, Wes yeah, Anderson movie she movies, had seen. But especially there were times that she was like, ones, they this is a little depressing, sad undertone where everything's depressing." Yeah, I, she lost interest pretty quickly. That was the reason yeah. that I was kind of hesitant to like watch Moonrise with her, even though they're very different. It was just like yeah. I, I'd like to see them first to, to see if if she would be interested yeah. in them. So, um, oh yeah, but you've Brian got Cranston. you've got the group of dogs. Brian so Cranston's the standout. Jeff Goldblum he's, as Duke. He's one of the more Bill important Murray ones. Yeah, boss. he's good. I like his voice. Yes. Oh yeah, Ed Norton. Chief. Scarlett Johansson Norton is, is one of the dogs. Rex. Um, and then yeah. Scarlett Johansson uh, comes voices in. some like foreign exchange Meg. student. Uh, there was uh, who else? F- yeah, yeah, yeah. Leif Schreiber was that his name? How do you pronounce the actor for Spots? He, he was one of them. Leif Schreiber. Yeah, all the voices are good. I, though. I really like the voices, and they Leif kind of make it one Schreiber more or something. I don't know how to Another, pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, I think she. Uh, I don't know. Yoko Ono's in this. I guess Yoko Ono is in it. Oh yeah, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> yeah. Harvey Keitel back again. Dad, my That's dad. Po- <laughs> my dad pointed him out immediately. Because I think we had just watched we watched <laughs> Reservoir Dogs like about a month or so ago, 
So like when we had watched this, we had just watched Reservoir Dogs like a couple weeks before. So he would like we yeah. pointed him out immediately. And when I realized that it was just so get- funny, just seeing him has the voice for like a dog. Sorry guys, had a little bit of. Can I, I feel I, deja vu here? I am man. This is just a repeating thing. But Campbell had a, a couple issues, but we got him back. Yeah. Um, I was saying I lost you after um, you were. Ta- I was talking about Harvey Keitel as a dog. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just wrapped up what I, my thoughts. I was just saying, I think visually, there's a, specifically there's like a sushi scene where they're like preparing sushi. Oh, That's a really and yes. the crazy thing about that scene. I heard it took like. I don't remember exactly, but it took maybe like a couple years for them to like perfect that scene and to like fully, uh, you know, edit like doing the know, animation. I know the craft. Yeah, I, I will say I like both of the. I know I said earlier that I like Fantastic Mr. Fox style better, but I, I what I should have said is I don't like the style of this one more. Yeah, I think they both. I like them both. The style of both of them. I just feel like um, the story of this one was just a bit weaker. Yeah, that's why I like Fantastic Mr. Fox better because I see them probably equally in terms of like stylistic approach, mm-hmm. but the story for Fantastic Mr. Fox is so much stronger. I know you um, mentioned something about language. Remember, like the 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 language barrier. The use of that was probably the most interesting thing. Yeah. So if you don't know the the dogs. It's in the beginning, like their barks are translated to English. So, like you, yeah, the the actors that play the dogs are obviously American and speak English. Yeah, but the just about all the human characters, since it's in Japan, they speak Japanese, and um, are like there. There you go. They speak Japanese, so they either have no they, subtitles, or they just have a translator who translates. Or there's there's a English. unique way to train. I think. Whenever the guy was speaking, like the dictator guy was speaking, she, he had a translator. And then there were other times when there were other ways that they were doing it. How else did they translate some people? Uh, I just I was mostly just through interpreters or translators or it was through like the dog's interpretation, which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was the most interesting fact there is that's like, obviously, it's Japan. So they speak Japanese. But I think the, what the obviously what was trying to do there is. We don't understand dogs. Uh-huh. So, like, being in the dog's perspective... Because you're mostly in the dog's perspective. Yeah. Mostly. For some... From a, a lot of the parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, having the humans speak Japanese puts you in the shoes of the dogs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because the dogs don't understand what we're saying specifically, but they can understand mannerisms and... Like, basically... Like, the sounds which is basic which is what we do when we try to understand a foreign language that we don't get which makes me wonder how was this movie in in japan you well know? okay so now that we're talking about like like the cross-cultural um aspect of it this actually if you don't know this movie there's a lot of controversy surrounding it um because you know he's obviously an american director and he's doing all this stuff with like Japanese culture. Yeah. And that kind of stirred up some issues. People had issues with that. And um, I don't, I know in a lot of his earlier movies too, uh, especially there's a movie called the Darjeeling limited um, that takes place in India. And um, it's kind of told through the perspective of like Western, like Western civilization, like 
the, the main characters are white. So there's and that kind of whole thing's called like Orientalism, where that kind of Eastern or different cultures are kind of just used as a backdrop for like Western stories, which I'm not an expert on, but I know that that caused a lot of controversy. Yeah, within and I think amongst people, he is a little. There has been, um, con- he does have a lot of controversy when it comes to stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's it's clear most of the actors that he has in his movies are white. Yeah, he doesn't cast a lot of minorities. Which I, which is, I mean. I know that's a very sensitive topic and it's not, and it's like, okay, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know his thought process, but it's a little bit strange. Yeah. That he would and, only have, I mean, it's almost, I mean, it's, it's like, yes, there are some naturally, I mean, yes, there are some directors that just might have, it may, it's not, but it's not by chance. Yeah. Is the thing. And also the actors that whenever he, I don't whenever know. he has like minorities, they're kind of just either used for laughs or they're kind of just in the backdrop and don't really serve any real purpose. Which also, like, um, also, also is kind of an issue. But again, it's a little, it's off-putting and I I think that, yeah, it's, it's a sensitive, it's a, it's a difficult area to look at because, I mean, yeah, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to make any statements about it because obviously it's not my, it's almost not my place to be like, okay, you shouldn't be upset about this and you should be upset about it or you should, because um, I, I, I can definitely see why that would be an issue. Yeah, it, because it I, is kind because, of problematic and it has like stirred up a lot of controversy um, surrounding his, but, um, his directorial style and everything. Or his writing. So I mean, yeah, and I wish that there would be a little bit more. The the diversity of his casting is a little is one of the most major things that people have an issue Mm with. Definitely, uh, that's been talked about a lot recently. I know they were doing the same thing with. um, I think they were doing it with Tim Burton. Oh, really? Yeah, because we always have recently, like Johnny, like people like Johnny Depp with like white. Yeah, and and they're everybody's always pale. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so th- th- obviously that's an issue, um, but I-, I don't think I'm in a place to discuss that. But I just wanted to acknowledge that w- both of us are aware that that is a thing. Yeah, that, and I think that's um, it's worth discussing too. Yeah, but um, you were talking about we can go back to the Japanese culture. You were talking about was that was that basically your point? Yeah, it was just he. There was yeah, basically it was just there's a lot of controversy surrounding him um, doing a movie so like you know, entrenched in uh, Japanese culture yeah, and everything. Yeah, but it was, it was a most, yeah, he, but he's, I mean, isn't he Swedish? No, he's from Texas. I don't know, I don't, but I think he's got, he's got, I think he's got, Um, I've read this somewhere. Maybe he's Swedish. Uh, I know. No, he, he's got, I'm telling you, he's got, uh, he's got, his father is half Swedish and half Norwegian and his mother is huh. um, English, Scott, Irish, and German heritage. I didn't know that. I I just knew he was from Texas. So, yeah, he's he's American, obviously, but I think his, yeah. but his, like it says here, his father's a, like um, what do you call it? What's that area up in north like of the Europe? Balkans? S- Scandinavian? Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His father's Scandinavian. Huh. Point is, he's white. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that's an that's a thing to think about with these yeah. and with all his movies. 
Um, but I, I, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, I, I think artistically, and it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it was a f- offensive. There was nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, would I, I wouldn't say that either. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's offensive. I just know, I remember reading a comment somewhere um, from some Japanese viewer, and they said like a lot of what they were saying, like the actual, what the Japanese people were saying in the movie was like incorrect, like grammatically and stuff, or didn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Which I guess, yeah, that could be an issue too. But yeah, I wonder how this movie was received in Japan because I, I haven't really looked into and that. It, so. And it, we, my point, what I was originally, what I was trying to say is like, because it was such a big part of it is having the dog speak English mm-hmm. and the, everybody else speak Japanese. But if it's in Japan and everything's in Japanese, how is that? <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah, you know I mean? wonder how they would do that. What are they going to do? Make everybody else make the <laughs> Japanese people speak English? The Japanese people just speak like gibberish or something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's it's because that's such a big because it's like that whole part where the dog's like, oh, I don't know what he's saying. Oh yeah, you're right. That, that is a big. That wouldn't be true huh. because it's in Japanese. Yeah, I wonder what they would do at that in that scenario. And I think that that could pro- that was probably an issue with people because it's like, okay, I feel like if you know Japanese, you can't fully. If you speak Japanese, you can't fully get the. It's directed at American. Yeah, viewers. yeah, you're right. It is. It's a. Yeah, it is directed towards American viewers, kind of like Crazy Rich Asians, which obviously is about like Asians, but it was directed towards American audience. So, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I th- I feel like um, I hate how half the conversation about this was. Well, I don't hate, but I, I like most of the conversation about this was about the controversy behind it. But I feel like that's a pretty legitimate thing to discuss. Mm-hmm. What would um, you? But yeah, like we said, um, ranking wise, I mean, rating yeah. wise, um. Jeez. So what do I, I'm trying to think about? You give yours. Well, hold on. I gave I gave Grand Budapest an A. So I think probably a B plus. I liked it better uh, than Moonrise Kingdom. Um, I gave Moonrise a yeah. This would this B plus. I think I? so. Yeah, this would probably be B to B plus. Probably lean towards B plus. I'd probably give it a yeah. Same yeah. here because I like I probably liked yeah. I'd probably give it a B. And then Moonrise a B plus, um, and then Fantastic A plus, and then a, and then um, Grand Budapest. I would probably give an A or an A minus. Okay. So my favorite one so far is Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's funny because I did give I did give um, Fantastic Mr. Fox a higher score than Grand Budapest, but I think like if. I had to watch a movie. Like, if someone, like, held a gun... Okay, not that. Like, if, if, oh if I was... It's a if dramatic. I, like, had to, watch, I had to pick one to watch, I'd probably choose, interestingly enough, I'd probably choose Grand Budapest over Fantastic Mr. Fox because I just think... Well, yeah, Fantastic Mr. Fox is not a movie I want to watch often. Even though I really like it and I give it an A+, I would rather watch one of his, I'd say, even worse movies. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm about to say... Like, I really liked... Um, what do you call it? Moonrise? But I think, but I still didn't give it a high, as high of a ranking as Budapest or um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. So those, it's, it, they're very, like most of our ratings, I feel like we've got they're very flexibility. How I, how I kind of feel at the moment. Yeah, it's not binding some sort of like, okay. This or is this is definitely better than this one. I like, because like, funny thing is like yeah. Life Aquatic I actually don't really think it's that good, but like I really want to rewatch it because there are some things I really like about it. Um, even though I, I'd say it's one of his weaker movies, I'd still I 
Like that's the one I'd want to exactly. rewatch the most right at the moment. Like I really want to rewatch Life Aquatic. So it's very interesting um, the way that works out. But so well, we're going a little. We're getting a little yeah. long here. So um, I think we'll wind it down. Well, I mean, I think we just we just kind of did wind it down, but we'll do another one later on. Um, talk about uh, the 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 other his first part, yeah. his first. Um, series of movies we'll do that later on down the road so that should be interesting to discuss and do that with you guys so um with that being said um i'm I'm connor and you wasted the last hour of your life listening to real geeks if you enjoyed this episode of real geeks please be sure to follow us on social media at the real real geeks for the latest news and updates also be sure to leave us a review what things did you like What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.